Good day and welcome to the Love Grows Podcast, a ministry of St. James Paris. I'm Father Jason, the Rector of St. James, and as always, it's a privilege and a delight to be praying with you. Today is Friday, March the 22nd. Our service of daily prayer begins on page 47 of the Book of Alternative Services, or if you're following along through the podcast, you can find the service outlined below. Let us pray. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. O come, let us worship. Together we say the Venite. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great king above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to his voice. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. Oh, come, let us worship. The first reading from the First Testament is from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. Search every street in Jerusalem, comb the squares, look far and wide for one person, even one who acts justly and seeks truth, that I may pardon her. Even when making a pledge, as the Lord lives, they swear falsely. Lord, don't you look for integrity? You have struck them down, but they didn't even cringe. You have crushed them but they have ignored your discipline. They make their faces harder than rock and refuse to return. Then I thought to myself, These are the poor who don't know better. They don't understand the Lord's way or the justice of their God. Let me go and speak to the powerful people, for they will surely know the Lord's way and the justice of their God. But they too have broken their yoke and shattered the chains. Therefore a lion from the forest will attack them. A wolf from the desert will destroy them. A leopard prowling around their towns will tear to pieces anyone venturing out, because of their many crimes and countless acts of unfaithfulness. How can I pardon you? Your children have forsaken me and swear by gods that are not gods. Although I could have satisfied them, they committed adultery, dashing off to the prostitution house. They are lusty stallions roving about, snorting for another's wife. The Lord declares, Shouldn't I confront these acts? Shouldn't I take revenge on such a nation? The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The appointed psalm this morning is Psalm 69, verses 1 through... I'm sorry, Psalm 69, verses 1 through 23. Psalm 69, verses 1 through 23. If you're following along in the BAS, you can find it on page 791, and we will read it responsively by whole verses, verses 1 to 23. Save me, O God, for the waters have risen up to my neck. I am sinking in deep mire, and there is no firm feet for my ground, no firm ground for my feet. I have come into deep waters, and the torrents washes over me. I have grown weary with my crying. My throat is inflamed, my eyes have failed from looking for my God. 
Those who hate me without a cause are more than the hairs of my head. My lying foes who would destroy me are mighty. Must I then give back what I never stole? O God, you know my foolishness, and my faults are not hidden from you. Let not those who hope in you be put to shame through me, Lord God of hosts. Let not those who seek you to be disgraced because of me, O God of Israel. Surely for your sake have I suffered reproach, and shame has covered my face. I have become a stranger to my own kindred, an alien to my mother's children. Zeal for your house has eaten me up. The scorn of those who, you, who scorn you has fallen upon me. I humbled myself with fasting, but that was turned to my reproach. I put on sackcloth also, and became a byword among them. Those who sit at the gate murmur against me, and the drunkards make songs about me. But as for me, this is my prayer to you, at the time you have set, O Lord. In your great mercy, O God, answer me with your unfailing help. Save me from the mire, do not let me sink. Let me be rescued from those who hate me and out of the deep waters. Let not the torrent of waters wash over me, neither let the deep pit swallow me up. And do not let the pit shut its mouth upon me. Answer me, Lord, for your love is kind. In your great compassion turn to me. Hide not your face from your servant. Be swift and answer me, for I am in distress. Draw near to me and redeem me, because of my enemies deliver me. You know my reproach, my shame and my dishonor. My adversaries are all in your sight. Reproach has broken my heart and it cannot be healed. I looked for sympathy, but there was none. For comforters, but I could find no one. They gave me gall to eat, and when I was thirsty, they gave me vinegar to drink. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The second reading is from the book of Romans. So what's the advantage of being a Jew, or what's the benefit of a circumcision? Plenty in every way. First of all, the Jews were trusted with God's revelations. What does it matter, then, if some weren't faithful? Their lack of faith won't cancel God's faithfulness, will it? Absolutely not. God must be true even if every human being is a liar, as it is written, so that it can show that you are right in your words and you will triumph when you are judged. But if our lack of righteousness confirms God's justice, what will we say? That God who brings wrath upon us isn't just? I'm speaking rhetorically. Absolutely not. If God weren't just, how could he judge the world? But if God's truth is demonstrated by my lie, and it increases his glory, why am I still judged as a sinner? Why not say, let's do evil things so that good things will come out of it? Some people who slander us accuse us of saying that, but these people deserve criticism. So what are we saying? Are we better off? Not at all. We have already stated the charge, both Jews and Greeks are all under the power of sin. As it is written, there is no righteous person, not even one. There is no one who understands, there is no one who looks for God. They all turned away, they have become worthless together. There is no one who shows kindness, there is not even one. Their throat is a grave that has been opened, they are deceitful with their tongues, and the poison of vipers is on their lips. Their mouths are full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are quick to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their ways, and they don't know the way of peace. There is no fear of God in their view of the world. 
Now we know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are under the law, in order to shut every mouth and make it so the whole world has to answer to God. It follows that no human being will be treated as righteous in his presence by doing what the law says, because the knowledge of sin comes through the law. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us confess the faith of our baptism in the words of the Apostles' Creed. Together we say, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. With confidence and trust, let us pray to the Lord, saying, Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. For the one, holy, Catholic, and apostolic Church throughout the world, we pray to you, Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the mission of the Church, that in faithful witness it may preach the gospel to the ends of the earth, we pray to you, Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those preparing for baptism and for their teachers and sponsors, we pray to you, Lord. Lord, have mercy. For peace in the world, that a spirit of respect and reconciliation may grow among nations and peoples, we pray to you, Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the poor, the persecuted, the sick, and all who suffer, for refugees, prisoners, and all in danger, that they may be relieved and protected, we pray to you, Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all whom we have injured or offended, we pray to you, Lord. Lord, have mercy. For grace to amend our lives and to further the reign of God, we pray to you, Lord. Lord, have mercy. Almighty God, whose Son was revealed in majesty before he suffered death upon the cross, give us faith to perceive his glory, that being strengthened by his grace, we may be changed into his likeness from glory to glory, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.